Well, good morning, Cathedral of Faith. Isn't it a great day to be in the house of the Lord? Stand to your feet. We're going to worship the Lord this morning. The Bible says to give honor where honor is due. I just want to give a shout out to our worship pastor, Pastor Vaughn, who wrote this song. There is no greater love. You're going to go on a love trip. It's the best trip ever. So I want you to open your hearts, worship, and receive what God has for you today. There is no greater love than the love of God. Come on, somebody. Welcome, Cathedral of Faith. Somebody give God praise in the house. Somebody shout praise, hallelujah. Put your hands together with us like this. Unconditional, oh yeah, it's unmistakable. Your love is, your love is, come on, it's indescribable.
Do you believe it? Let's go! like the love of God. There is nothing like, somebody say amen to that. Yeah, welcome everybody. We're gonna continue to worship the Lord. We invite you to extend your hands heavenward in this moment. Father God, we call upon the name of our God. We thank you that you chose to love us first, that our worship is simply a response to the conversation you started from the very beginning. We love you, God. This is your time. We put our heart and our affections on you at this moment. It's about you, it's about you. We love you. May you receive all glory and honor and praise that only you deserve. And all of God's people shouted amen and amen. Can we put our hands together and applaud the goodness and greatness of God? Yes. I search the world but it couldn't fill me Man's empty breaks And treasures that fade Are never enough Then you came along And put me back together And every desire is now satisfied here in your love. Oh, there's nothing better than you. There's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing, nothing is better than you. Oh, I know it's true.
many believe it this morning? Hey, come on. Come on. Oh, I know it's true, yeah. Come on, lift your voices right here. You turn, turn. You turn morning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. Yes, you are. You turn morning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. You turn grace and you turn grace to glory. Yes, you do. You turn my bones. You turn souls into armies. You turn seas into highways. You're the only one who can. You're the only one who can. Oh, there's nothing better than you. There's nothing Can somebody give the Lord some praise in this place? If we think about what God has done for us. If you're anything like me, I was lost. I was hopeless. Nobody had faith in me but Jesus. Is there anybody like that right here? If that is you, can somebody one more time give him some praise in this place? Amen. <laughs> We're going to do something so powerful because the Bible says that Jesus took his bread and he gave it to his disciples and he broke it and he gave it to them and he said this, this is my body given to you. His body was given to us. He says, do this, partake of the bread in remembrance of me. 
And when we partake the bread, isn't Jesus powerful? Wasn't there healing in his body and resurrecting power? So with that in mind, let's partake of the bread. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we love you this morning. Lord, we give you praise this morning. You know, when I think about one of the lyrics in this song, it says, he turned seas into highways. And my friend, I don't know where you are in your journey in life. Maybe right now it seems like your life is like a sea. And you don't see no answer. You feel all alone. I want you to know that Jesus is right here. I want you to know maybe you messed up. The love of Christ is right here. And he loves you. Because it went on in Luke, Luke 22, it says in verse 20, it says, in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out to you. Whatever you've done, wherever you're from, whatever your path is, maybe you're in the sea, maybe you feel alone, maybe you don't feel worthy. There's a new covenant in Christ. He died for us. He died for us. My friend, he loves you. So let's partake of the cup and do this in remembrance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all, let's all pray the Lord's Prayer. If it's on the screens, it says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more time. Can somebody give Jesus yes. some praise in this place? So right now, right now we have Ankisha, and she's going to give us up to date with all the great stuff that is happening right here at Cathedral. God bless you. Have an God awesome you. Good morning, Cathedral family, and a great morning to our first-time guests. If you are a first-time guest, please visit the tent located in the amphitheater right after service. There's a free cup of coffee waiting for you. Also, you'll be able to meet some of our team members. There is a connection card located in front of your seat if you're in the sanctuary. If you're outside in the amphitheater or in the drive-in, please ask one of our greeters for one of these cards. You can take it out, scan the QR code, where you'll get more information on how to get connected, volunteer, give, and submit a prayer request. What a great way to stay connected. Tonight at 7 p.m. is the last showing of our youth outreach production, Tricked. Tricked is a live production about a group of high school friends who face chilling choices and deceiving deals on Halloween. What will happen? There are still a few tickets available. Get yours now. Tickets are available at the door or on our church website. This is a great outreach opportunity for our students to invite their friends, family. We hope to see you all there. 
The annual classic car show is Saturday, November 5th, benefiting our Christmas toy drive. A pancake breakfast will be served at 8 a.m. The car show will begin promptly at 10 a.m. If you would like to enter a car to display, bring a new unwrapped toy. Your car registration takes place at 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. Questions? Please contact Scott at cathedraloffaith.org. The marriage breakfast is Saturday, November 12th at 9 a.m. It's a free breakfast for those who are married, engaged, or boot up and thinking about getting married. A time to come together, meet other couples, and hear about exciting new opportunities for growth in your relationship. Please register by visiting our website or stop by the kiosk out in the lobby. Any questions, please contact acorpus at cathedraloffaith.org. Well, Cathedral family, that wraps up our announcements for today. There are many ways for you to stay connected with us. Download our new app, follow us on all our socials, or even go to our website or call our front office. We will love to stay connected with you. We are a church where anything is possible, and the love is definitely lived out. Until next time. Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the match. It caught on in a flash. They did the match. They did the monster match. <laughs> Coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's not the It's not the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. 
It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool, Jack's a part of the band. And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them more is sent to. Oh, what's up, Chance? Oh, uh, you're still here? Yeah, but I just came from my locker. That reminds me, I missed you at worship last week. Where were you? Uh, I, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> hold on, bro. What's this? Corn? Uh, Are you a part of the Halloween dance or something, bro? What is this? I, I mean, yeah, kind of, but they just needed help. So I thought I could serve them how, how Jesus did. Bro, these are straight up Halloween songs. Darkness and light do not mix. Lord, I'm splitting two. Part of me loves the world and the other loves you. So what do I do? I want to be safe, but I got to stay cool too. And no, I'm not a fool. I know eventually I'm going to have to choose. And I don't want to lose my ticket into heaven and a chance to be used by you. God that you're after, you just can't serve two masters. And before something happens, you gotta turn it all around. You see, you just can't have your cake and eat it too. Because when you're on the fence, you just can't do you. But why can't he just love his God and do his own thing too? doesn't work like that. You gotta be white or black. What are you two just standing here around for? Doing absolutely nothing on my stage. Jason, you should have been dressed. Go, go. You get a class chance to your positions, please. Do you all not know that we have a performance tonight in the Horton News Center at 7 p.m.? <sighs> prop team, my prop team, where are you? Ah, yes, please, take these out, go, go on, go. We have a show tonight. So for those, those of you wondering what on earth is going on, are you putting on a drama tonight that they've written and produced and choreographed themselves? It's a great opportunity to come out and support our youth and be encouraged as well. It's 7 o'clock tonight in the Horse News Center. We hope you'll join us. Pastor Youth, Pastor Esther, and the youth have done an amazing job. Let's hear it for our youth ministry. Well, it's great to have you here with us this weekend, whether you're online or on campus, whether you're in the amphitheater or out of the parking lot. We're glad that you're here because we believe that God wants to encourage you, comfort you, and strengthen you during this time together. Amen? 
If you are a guest with us, in the back of the pew, you'll see a little card that says connect. Let's connect. There's a QR code there. You go to it, put your camera on it. You can go in and find out information about the church, schedules, times, ways to be involved. You can leave a prayer request. You can follow the sermon notes. It's all there, and let's connect. If you're old school, just turn it around. You can fill it out and leave it at one of the desks after service. Again, it's so great to have you here with us. It's great for me to have Pastor Kent with us today. Pastor Kent pastors our Gilroy campus. And in addition to that, he also leads our scholarship program. We've given out a million dollars in scholarships to kids going to college. Isn't that amazing? He also leads our internship program. He leads our young adult ministry, and he also leads our single adult ministry. So if you're pastor in Gilroy, how are you here today? Well, if you're wondering how I can be pastor in Gilroy this morning and be here at the same time, let me tell you, that's what happens when you're single. You can be wherever you want to be, <laughs> multiple places. So if we have any single adults here, I just want to let you know we had breakfast this morning, and if you missed that, and if you want to know more about what's going on with Single Adults Ministry, um, I'll be out in the amphitheater at the tent, so come see me. And if you're also a young adult, if you're in college and you want to find a community, we have a great young adults ministry in this church. Um, we can talk about that as well. And, you know, let's encourage one another. This is a great season to be single, especially in this valley. Amen? Amen. All right. God bless you all. Thank so you. So how can they connect with you today? Oh. Just, just see me at the, the amphitheater by the tent. All right. So, again, connect with him in the amphitheater at one of the tents. Great to have you here. Let's hear from Pastor Kent. It's also our pleasure today to have with us Cindy Chavez and her husband, Mike. Cindy, stand up. Cindy's been part of leadership in our county for a decade. She's faithfully served our community running for mayor. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for serving. She's even been to our, our Easter productions many times, so she's not a stranger to us. It's great to have you here with us today. Well, wherever we put our focus is where we excel. One of the things for us at Cathedral Faith is we love San Jose. We're for San Jose, and I just want to say thank you for the hundreds of homeless you took care of this week, for the hundreds of seniors you delivered food to this week, for the 3,000 families you gave food to this week. We love San Jose and we love our community, but in the end, it's about people. It's about us caring for our community. The scripture says to pray for the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've called you. And whether you're called to this city or one of the other cities in the Bay Area, and we have people watching all over the world, May God give us the grace to excel in blessing our communities. Amen? Amen? In fact, there's a passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 that says this. It says, excel in the grace of giving. Excel in the grace of giving. We need grace for a lot of things. You need a different grace to have a toddler than you need for a teenager, right? You need a different grace to be married than you need to be single, you need a different grace to live in San Jose than any other city in the world. And whatever city you live in, there's a special grace for this. There's a special grace for 2022. Anybody understand that one? But there's a special grace that God talks about here, about the grace of giving. There's something that happens when we give. In fact, there's a quote I want to share with you. It says this, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Whether 
of our time, our energy, our talents, our focus, or our finances. And every week, we like to focus on this moment of how you can be part of releasing ministry all over the Bay Area and around the world through our giving. Whether you give online or you go to our app, whether you gave this past week or you go to the text number, our ushers also have envelopes in the sanctuary here and all around campus as you're leaving. Those watching online, you might just want to write out a check and mail it, send it to us. Your grace of giving makes it possible for thousands of people to have food, to have shelter, to have provision, to have blessing. So thank you for your faithfulness. Let's hear it for all of you and the grace of giving. Well, this morning, I want to lead us in a prayer as well. Pastor Ken and his wife, Elisa, are ministering in Italy right now. As you know, uh, we have a relationship there and a campus where we're serving. We want to pray for God to use them in a special way to bless them. I also want to share with you some sad news for our church family. Pastor Kenny had a really great, great friend, Jerry Bernard, who pastored in Florida, but came here and spoke many, many times. And this past week, Jerry went to be with the Lord, and his wife Sandy is grieving and working through that loss right now. We want to pray for them. They were an important part of our history for many years. So join me in praying for Sandy and enjoying and in praying for Pastor Ken and Lisa. Lord, thank you for opportunities and open doors. We ask you to be especially close to Sandy right now as she grieves the loss of her beloved husband. Thank you for the ministry, his pastoral experience that for 50 plus years he brought to us and others all around the world. Lord, you know each of us and the grieving we're going through, and I pray that you would help us in this season. Bless Pastor Ken and Elisa, strengthen them, encourage them, give them special favor as they minister, help them with the language. And Lord, above all, may those lives be touched in a significant way as they speak to pastors' conferences as well as congregations. We also pray that you would refresh them and strengthen them as they travel and bring them back to us refreshed. Thanks for your faithfulness. Thanks for the incredible gift of the senior pastor that you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, this morning we continue our series on the Ten Commandments. We've been going through them for the last few weeks. There's a few more to go. And this week, you're going to be blessed as Bishop E.C. Wilson comes to bring the word of the Lord from the Ten Commandments. It's going to be a great, powerful time. And before he does so, his son Irvin's coming to minister. Let's welcome Irvin as he comes. Cathedral face. How many of y'all thank God that you could come here to a service and throw all your cares and all your worries and all your tribulations onto Jesus? How many of you guys know that he will never fail you? This is our message today. All of your problems, all of your pain, all of your troubles, you can give it to Jesus. And all of your burdens, all of your cares, even your struggles, you can give it to Jesus. Cause he won't fail, he won't fail, no he won't leave you, no he won't fail, cause he won't fail, he won't fail, no he won't leave you, no he won't fail, all of your Troubles, you can give it 
Good morning, Cathedral of Faith. What a great day to be alive. Mr. Hinman, good to see you. Oh, what a powerful time it is for us to be in the presence of God this morning. We pause to thank God for our pastor. We thank God for his wife, his Papa Kenny, Mama Shirley. I was thinking about Pastor Bernard and Shelly and I were walking out and uh, we stopped and he put his hand on us. Just a very unforgettable moment. Thank you, Dr. Wayne. Uh, I thought about this as I was making preparation for this uh, message today, and there's so much greatness inside of you and so much good that, ha that God has in store for you. I pray this morning that you will hear this seventh commandment in a way that maybe you never have. Just as you have given your attention to the Lord this morning when he woke you up, brought you here safely to celebrate with believers of like faith, I pray that you will give him your undivided attention in this message so that when you read it again, you'll read it with a new level of passion to understand how good God means for you. If you're able to stand, would you stand with me and let's read the passage from Exodus chapter 24, Exodus chapter 24, it's a very brief verse, but it's packed with potency. Let's fill this place with the Word of God. Let's read it together as you see it there. Ready? Read. You shall not commit adultery. Let's read it one more time. You shall not commit adultery. Let's pray. Father, God, these are your people. You know each need in this room. And we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would help this flawed piece of clay to speak your truth. Grace us to go deeper in the understanding of the height and the breadth and the width and the depth of your love for us in this verse. 
and for all that you do, God, to meet the needs of your people in this place. We give you the praise in advance now in the name of Jesus, who is our Christ, and the people of God said amen. 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 God bless you as you're seated. Uh, this is not only a power-packed verse, but it is relative to what Jesus echoed before he left, and one of his disciples wrote these words in 1 John 5, verse 3, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous, they're not burdensome. Understand from that verse that we don't just keep the commandments, the commandments keep us. I'm going to say that one more time. By the power of the Holy Spirit, the love of Almighty God, we don't keep the commandments. The commandments keep us. Keep us from harm. Keep us from injury. Keep us from failing. Keep us from the lies from the enemy that would attempt to tell us that we've done it for the last time. The grace of God is so powerful in this place. And it is my prayer that you understand from the song that was written, these words come up again. This is the love of God. This is love. This is love that we walk according to his commandments. The Bible says this as Enoch. The Bible says he walked with God. The Bible says he walked to please God. When one of the greatest associates of Moses, Caleb, the Bible said about him three times that he followed God wholeheartedly. He followed God with his whole heart. And beloved, I remind you this morning that our issue is not an outside issue, it's an inside issue. It's an issue of the heart. It is out of our emotions, it is out of our hearts, it is out of our thoughts, it is out of our wishes that the Bible says that certain matters come forth. And God remind us through the author of Ecclesiastes, the preacher says this, no matter what you attempt to fill your life with, be it pleasure, be it travel, be it money, be it status, be it whatever, it all ends up as vanity. In fact, he said these words, vanity of vanity, all is vanity. The only way you and I will know fulfillment in this life is that we have a relationship with the one who takes care of our vanity and replaces it with a life of grace and love that never runs dry. He is the, yes, that's a good place to give him praise. He takes our vanity, he takes our ego, he takes our self-sufficiency, he takes our self-reliance, and he turns it into selflessness, and we humble ourselves to say, God, thank you that when I was full of myself, you took me to another level and reminded me that it was not about me, it was all about you. Come on, give God a shout in this place. When the writer said, vanity of vanity, all is vanity, he says, listen, try whatever you will. He says, I've been all over the world. I've had more money than all of you. I've had more wives than all of you. I've had more sex than all of you. You'll never have more sex than me. I've had more than you'll ever have, more than you could ever afford. But he said, it all ends up 
as vanity. In fact, it is so empty, he is saying, that it ends up like a balloon that bursts. When that balloon bursts, it is reminded that it was filled with hot air. God says, I want to make sure that you understand that your life is not about a bunch of hot air. Your life is about the heat of the love of God that runs through your veins and he reminds you that it is like fire shut up in your bones. It is a fire that will never go out. It is a fire that will never be quenched. It is a love that will never let you go. It's an everlasting love. It's an ever living love. It's a love that holds you when everybody else will let you go. The love of God stays there. Others might leave, but he'll stay there. Others might not understand, but he says trust in the Lord. With all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me and I'll take care of your vanity. I'll take care of your past. I'll take care of your pain. I'll take care of you. I'll hold you like nobody else can. I love him so. I'm so grateful for for this church. I'm so grateful for our pastor. I'm so grateful for his papa who blazed the trail in this city and around the world that has left you and I a legacy to press towards a standard that God made sure that when you and I came to receive the baton that's been passed to us, we can keep on running and those who come behind us can take the baton and keep on running across the finish line because it is God who carries you across the finish line. You can't make it on your own. You can't make it by yourself. I need somebody to carry me. You need somebody to carry you. He'll carry you across the finish line and you'll finish strong. You won't finish weak. You won't finish worn. In Christ, you'll finish strong. He's a strong God. The Bible says he's a strong tower and we run into him. We love him because he first loved us. When you look at this command, there are three dynamics that stand out from the verse. And it basically is summated in these three. Jesus' read on adultery, Jesus' response to adultery, and then he describes for us how Jesus redeems from adultery. Okay, I see you looking at me funny. Let's get rid of the elephant in the room. <laughs> the Bible says sex is good. This is not a rated X movie. My wife told me to be careful. Watch what you say, boy. But when you think about the potency of this one verse in the Bible, when God says you shall not, he's saying that I am developing a boundary around you where you can enjoy my gift at its best level. You won't have to go away feeling, listen, 
feeling like you are leftovers. You won't have to go away. Feeling like you are old news. You won't have to wake up the next morning wondering if you caught a disease. You won't have to wake up the next day having to go to the doctor and take a test. Listen to me, beloved. When you follow the love of God, it goes deeper than just what's written in the Word. It goes to the heart of the matter. It goes to your soul that's going to spend eternity somewhere. And God wants you with Him, beloved. He wants you to enjoy an abundant life on this earth before you ever get to heaven. He wants you to know about his goodness while you are on your way. The love of God is so powerful. The love of God is so potent. Jesus says, here's what I want you to get. I want you to get my read on this verse. Jesus' read on this verse is surmised this way. He says, you have heard it said, you have heard it said of all times, of old times, you shall not commit adultery. He says, that's what they said, but here's what I say. You know, Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Old Testament concealed, New Testament revealed. He reveals himself by becoming the living word. He says, here's the living word in this verse. It's not just about committing the act of intercourse outside of your marriage. It's a matter of where your heart is. What are your motives for using the gift that I bless you with? It's not your gift, and that's where we get it mixed up. We think it's all about, it. this is mine. I'm fine. I'm a fox. I'm a chunk. I'm a hunk. I'm handsome, and I know she likes me. She's crazy about me. She can't do without me. We really think it's about us. Oh, yes, we do. Y'all laughing. Y'all laughing. Now y'all picking at me, but I remember. It's really about his gift inside of you. And he says, I want you to get my read on this thing. When you get my read on this verse, you'll understand that I want to take you places that you can never go on your own. I want to reveal to you what's going to keep you from depression. I want to keep you from wrecking your life. I want to keep you as an example to young people. I want you to be a message read from those from every race, from every nation, from every culture, from every tribe, because the word of Almighty God covers you wherever you are, whoever you are. The Bible is God's word, basic and Instructions before leaving earth, before you go, enjoy this life. Before you ever get to the portals of glory, God wants you to enjoy this life, to enjoy this journey without you messing it up along the way by buying into or being squeezed by the culture. We must stop following the trends of the culture that makes it seem to our young folk that it's easy to get in, to get out, to go from one person to the next. It's time that we stop and lay the gauntlet down, draw a line in the sand. For God, I'll live. For God, I'll die. Whatever it takes, I'll discipline myself. I will discipline myself. I will discipline myself. And I don't have to do it on my own. I have the helper. His name is the Holy Spirit. He'll give me comfort. He'll meet me at my place of need. Hey! I don't know about you, but I feel like shouting this morning. I feel like preaching this morning. I feel the preaching of God on me this morning. Somebody in this place. You see, the lie that the devil has tried to sell some of you is this. You're damaged goods. Nobody else is going to like you. 
your leftovers. Let me tell you something. The only thing I want left over is my wife's good cooking. <laughs> you are not damaged goods. You are not leftovers. In fact, God is about to lift you to a new level of taking over a new dimension in your life. But you got to think the way he thinks about you. You are his treasure. You are his gift. He gave his life for you. He gave his blood for you. He got up for you. He rose again for you. He's coming back for you. And when he comes back, he wants to find faith in the earth. If you only knew how much he loves you. He didn't leave you. Listen, let me make it personal. When the windows got fogged up, and I was in the car with that lady sitting right over there, the words of my mama came back to me. She said, boy, don't be a hypocrite. She said, if you stay too long now, that thing is so powerful, you can't handle it by yourself. <laughs> she said, you better run fast as you can. I know she's fine. I know she's pretty. I know she's got those Jamaican brown eyes, but you better get out that car, boy. <laughs> you better get your Bible and make sure that the Bible is not just in your hand. You got to make sure that the Bible is in your heart. The Bible says thy word. Have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Sin seeks to sink you, but love wants to lift you. I said sin wants to sink you, but God's love wants to lift you. There's something about the power of the love of God. When you get in a situation, it's too hot for you. It's too foggy for you. It's too tempting for you. It's too strong for you. You need to say, Lord, I don't know where you are. Do like Peter. Lord, help me. See, the problem is we don't cry out. We stay too long. All right, y'all looking at me funny. Let me move to the next point. Jesus, he wants you to get his read on this thing. My God. Then he wants you to hear his response to adultery. His read on adultery, his response to adultery. Here's how he responded. There were some egotistical religious men that brought a woman to Jesus. And they said, Jesus, you're trying to trap him. This woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now I wonder how a bunch of men can come and accuse a person of something in the very act and claim that she needs to be stoned. I think they forgot that they were all sinners. I think they forgot that Jesus already knew their story. In fact, the Bible says Jesus bit down and began to write in the sand. Now, I believe that he was writing the Ten Commandments. That's the first time he wrote. The second time he wrote, I believe he was writing their names. You ever heard somebody say he's taking names and taking care of business? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe he, he already know, he, he knew their name, but I believe he was writing their names. And the Bible says, when any of you remembers that you are without sin, I want you to throw the first stone at her. The Bible says they were convicted of their knowledge and they turned around, dropped their stones, and left. 
one by one. Why? Because they knew they were guilty. Why? They knew they had run up against the wrong person. See, everybody else had joined in with them to abuse women. Jesus says, no, the buck stops here. You're not going to abuse her any longer. You're not going to take advantage of her any longer. The Bible says she was left there with Jesus alone. And Jesus asked her this question. He said, woman, where are your accusers? She says, there are none, Lord. She said, he says, I don't accuse you either. I want you to go and don't live this lifestyle anymore. I want you to go and live a life that makes you understand and makes you know that I love you so your past is dealt with. Your yesterday is gone. We're going to start over new now. You are not damaged goods. You are not leftovers. You are a brand new creature. You are a brand new woman. And everywhere I go, I want you to tell another woman. Tell another woman. Tell another girl. Tell another young girl. Tell another teenager. Tell another one. That's how he responded. Everywhere Jesus went, he extolled women. He built women up. He encouraged women. To this day, I don't understand why a woman will not follow Jesus. This women lives movement today, no, it didn't start with them. It started with Jesus. Everywhere he went, he built women up. Everywhere he went. He encouraged women everywhere he went. When men tried to put him down, he built them up. In fact, he stood there, and when he stood up, that woman stood up, he stood with her. I stand here to tell you that Jesus will stand with you. He won't leave you. He won't abandon you. He won't abuse you. He won't take advantage of you. He won't leave you. Listen to me. He won't leave you in the red light district. He won't leave you in a smogged up car. He won't leave you in the arms of a few who have lost their minds. Uh, have you ever heard the song, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover? Anybody remember that one? How about this one? Slip out the back jack, make a new plan stand. Don't need to be called Roy. Listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. Don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee, and get yourself free. Woman, get yourself free. Free from that joker who don't mean you no good. Free from that joker who won't put a ring on your finger. Free from that joker who won't take you to the pastor and say, we need to have a talk. We need to discuss this. And I say this to you. If he won't take you to your pastor and discuss with you, you pray for him and have the gift of goodbye. You say so long because he may not mean you no good. Anytime a man will not sit in front of another man and ask him for help, all right, Angela, I got to quit. I don't want to quit, but I got to quit. <laughs> Jesus' read on adultery. Jesus' response to adultery. Now, quickly, Jesus redeems from adultery. All of us know what it is to have a past. All of us know what it is to remember the song, I Slipped. And I fell in a pool of, a pool of bad luck. I got so, yeah, he remembers. He know exactly the song. <laughs> no, we didn't slip and fall in no pool of bad luck. We planned that thing. We planned that after hours. We planned to meet her across the way. We planned to meet in another city. We planned it out. And God says, listen, that's not my plan for you. I got another plan for you. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. Don't need to be coy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. Don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee, and get yourself free. Jesus. 
Jesus' read on adultery. Jesus' response to adultery. Jesus redeems from adultery. Beloved, I don't care what you've been through. Don't care what your past. It is not so filthy that God can't cleanse it. It is not so deep that the love of God won't go deeper still and pick you up out of that place where they left you alone, beaten, battered, brokenhearted, discouraged, depressed. Jesus won't leave you that way. Listen to me as I bring this message to a close. You may come as you are, but Jesus won't leave you as you are. The Bible says, whosoever will can come. And I always think, but by the grace of God, there go I. That could be me, addicted, broken, STD, AIDS. Go down the list. That could have been me. But God, by his grace, saw fit to rescue me. He sent his rescue plan, met me in that dark place where I was a bunch of hot air getting ready to blow my top. And he says, I'm going to stop you right now from hurting anybody else. This is it. Get off that bus and get on the soul train. <laughs> People all over the world, join hands on the love train, love train. People all over the world, join hands on the love train, love train. Oh, no, all right, listen, listen, listen. God loves you so much that he wants to fulfill his purpose in you. He has a great plan for you. We need to model what it means to our younger people, what Pastor Kenny modeled for us. He and his beautiful wife. We need to model the standard that not only he set, but he followed the legacy. When you think of Jerry Bernard and his wife and all those others who have come through this location, when you think about Pastor Mike and his beautiful wife, Linda, when you think about Dr. Wayne, and his wife, when you think about all of these men and women and their wives and how they have been determined to be true to the God of covenant, this is the new covenant in my blood. This blood's for you. And when you consider, when you understand how deep his love is for you, how wide his love is for you, how high his love is for you, how broad his love is for you, then you understand that there's nothing that you have ever done that will ever stop him from loving you. There's a passage in Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. It says this. I'm going to read it to you. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in any, in, any fault, in any trespass, you who are spiritual, you who are filled with the Holy Spirit, you who love God, you who remember when you were in your darkest place and God met you there, you who are spiritual, restore such an one. See, God is not in the business of throwing people away. He's in the business of 
restoring people. And as soon as you think that it's over for somebody, God said, no, it's not over. We're taking over. It's not a hostile takeover. It's a takeover that brings you to a place that makes you an overcomer. When you feel overwhelmed, you can be an overcomer. God wants you to overcome. He wants you victorious in this life, in your marriage, in your family, with your children, in your community, on the city council, as the mayor, whatever seat you are in this community, God wants to shine his light through you. He wants to shine his love through you. Let your light shine that men will see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. I don't know about you, but I remember when I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. I was very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. And from those waters, he... lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me when sin tried to sink me Love met me in that place and lifted me. Everybody standing, please. Everybody standing. Beloved, you are so precious to God. He loves you so much. It's indescribable, undeniable unfathomable, will never let you go. No matter what you did, no matter where you did it, no matter who you did it with, here's what Jesus' read is on the matter. Here's what Jesus' response is to the matter. Here is how he redeems from the matter. He comes to where you are. And see, there are some places that some people won't go, but there's no place Jesus won't go. I believe that if he was here right now, he'd be down there where the houseless are. As he walks the streets, he wants to remind us that those people are valuable to him. This is why the city of San Jose and the care of Cathedral Faith, God has left us here to remind this city and the world that the love of God is so great, he can take you from the outhouse and put you, you can finish the sentence, right? <laughs> so when you consider how great the love of God is for you, the Bible says that he will do for you what Clorox can't do. Now, I don't know in my day it was Clorox. Now it's OxyClean, OxyClean. <laughs> he says, I'll take all your sin and I'll make them as white as snow. And then not only that, as you journey from here to heaven, 
you will have my blood to remind you that it reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. So wherever you are, the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin. That's the red. And then the yellow, yeah. The yellow represents friendship. The Bible says he's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. You've heard it read, I'm a friend of God. When others leave, he'll stay there. He's the best friend that you'll ever have. He's the friend that you're looking for. Angela, who is our admin assistant over at Reaching Out, take this. Somebody here, you went to the singles. Where's Pastor Kent? You went to the singles breakfast. Give it to somebody who's single. Anybody? Who's single in here? Over here, over there? Who? Right here, right there behind you. Come on, let's, get, let's give God praise. Same thing, colors being the same. Who in this house has been married for at least 25 years? Anybody? Give it to whoever you choose. <laughs> now, as I close and we get ready for the benediction, Pastor Mike Garcia had a birthday yesterday. <laughs> and Linda, somewhere I read, they say flip the numbers around. Now, I had one this month too. I'm not going to tell you what my numbers flip. But when we flip his, it's 17. Now, I don't know how old he was. I don't know how old he was when, when you met him. But, but I want to give this one to you. And uh, I don't know what you're going to do. You may have to put it in your office. I, you might not be able to get it in your car. But please give that to Pastor Mike Garcia. Let's give God praise for Pastor Mike. And then lastly... I don't, I don't mean no harm, but, you know, people who represent our city, people in politics, they have a hard time. They have a hard time. I was going to be a politician, but God said, no, boy, you got to preach. <laughs> so we stand in the gap for you and the rest of your team in this city. I pray that your husband, that you will celebrate life together 35 more years, wherever God sends you. I pray the love of God upon your life. Now, as we close this morning... You're here this morning, you say, I want to start right now, afresh and anew. Listen to this close now. All over the balcony, out in the parking lot, online, in the amphitheater, listen to me. You may have lost your virginity, but you can regain your purity. It's not time to go and throw the baby away. My mama stayed with 13 of us. Potted meat, shack, condemned house. She didn't give us up to nobody. She stayed there. And I want to commend every woman in this house who has stayed there. It was tough. It was difficult. But God met you in that place. I need you to tell a young person, niece, young single mother, she is not damaged goods. She is not leftovers. She may have lost her virginity, but she can regain her purity and start all over. Start all over!
It's time for us to stop throwing people away, putting people down, pointing the finger at people, gossiping at people who made an error. Jesus didn't do it. Don't you do it. He didn't berate people. He lifted it up. He brought them to a new standard of life and living. If you're here online, in the amphitheater, in the parking lot, and you say, Brother E.C., this day I want to start all over afresh. Fresh. I'm not going to ask you to come down the aisle. I'm not going to ask you to come and shake my hand. All I want you to do is do what they do in a court of law. The judge will say, raise your right hand. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Jesus says, I so help you God. Thank you, honey. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth. I'm the truth you're looking for. If that's you, I want to pray for you in my closing prayer. Just raise your right hand. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Shelly, please come and stand here with me. This is my ride or die. No, no, don't go nowhere. This, this is the one when the windows got fogged up, I had to grab my Bible and run. All right. TMI, 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 I know, TMI, TMI. I learned that from my kid, TMI, daddy, TMI. Keep your right hand up all over the balcony. Just keep it up for just a moment. And I'm going to ask my wife to pray over you, and then I'll close with a benediction. Shelly, please, all these ladies, all these people who raise their hands, pray. Father, we just thank you so much right now, Lord God. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit in this place. We thank you, God, for your word that has gone forth and for every person that has raised their hand, oh God. We pray that you will meet them in a special way, that you would do for them, God, that which only you can do, that you would be the lifter of their head today, that your love will reach them where they are, oh God, and lift them to a place of salvation, deliverance, restoration, and healing. God, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing in this moment. Yes, Lord. Thank you for how you're working in our hearts. Yes, Lord. Do that which only you can do, God. That you will be glorified yes. in and through us. And we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Receive the blessing, beloved. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May God be gracious to you. May God's countenance shine upon you. And may God give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Beloved, you go with God because God goes with you. Have a great day.